Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Hey, yo! Y'all ready? It's time to go inside the cave. Inside the cave. With CB. Joe Dirt. Big Dog said, Cousin Lamar. International D. Cat and Belly Bell featuring Roland and Charles Heard. Inside the cave, mother. Here we go, man. Hey, welcome back inside the cave, inside the cave podcast.com and cavecrushshop.com. Go to the cavecrushshop.com right now. Use the promo code Heels On and get you something good from cavecrushshop.com. Shout out to everybody who's been shopping on cavecrushshop.com and buying even shirts from me individually. However, you support us, we really appreciate that. Cavecrushshop.com. Go there now. Inside the Cave, first episode now on iHeartRadio. Do us a favor. Everybody listening to us on whatever you're listening to, go to iHeartRadio right now. Type in Inside the Cave podcast and listen to us from there just today. Do that. The show iHeart, we strong. Appreciate all the support. I am CB and I'm the real CB. We are jam-packed today. Let's get it started. Next to me always is Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. What's going on, guys? Live on iHeartRadio. What's on the dirt sheets uh, today, brother? On iHeart. Since the dog here, we gonna play a game. Dog, you gonna play Pulse. a game with me today? It ain't a dirty game. Pause. Your hood. <laughs> I don't like to play games. Dog, you gonna play this game? You ain't got no choice. Still going to Atlanta with me, dog. Yeah, I'll meet you down there. You better stop that shit, man. Yeah. Yep. Hey, matter of fact, Joe talking real shit though. Hey, come come see us live down in Atlanta. Joe Dirt seasonal said we died at the end of July. Yeah, y'all let me know how that goes, man. Y'all make sure y'all post lives as well. You know, since I'm introducing everybody, everybody speak. The Southern baby big dog is here, and also seasonal said is here. What up? We are, man, we got so much to talk about, man. Let's, let's go ahead and get it started. First of all, once again, we are on iHeartRadio. Told everybody it was coming. We are there now. So I'm just glad that all the support, you know. Hey, I want to shout out uh, Detroit, Michigan, or just Michigan in general. I haven't really found it out the city yet. But Michigan and uh, Virginia, of all people, Virginia, of all states, man, I mean, Mad support from Virginia, man. Send us an email inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. Tell us who you are. Send us some feedback. I don't, you know, it's a lot of people from Virginia checking us out. As soon as that thing jumped on iHeart, that's where a lot of people coming from. So, yeah, shout out to Virginia Dallas and Michigan. Dallas and Pusha T. Listening to us from Virginia. Huh? Dallas and Pusha T. Listening to from Virginia. That's what's up. All right, let's get it started. Uh, you know who they are? Nah. Oh, you said. Oh, you said push. Oh, you said push a T. Oh, okay. 
right. I'm being serious. I don't. I don't just, all right. All right. Let's get it started. With kill yourself and start over. The first segment, the A block. Kill yourself and start over on Inside the Cave. All right. Go ahead, Joe. One second, though. Right, uh, my key seven start over goes to this cop. Um, to arrest this black man for walking without identification. In Jacksonville, Florida. This uh, young black guy was uh, pretty much jaywalked on the street without the uh, signal to do so. And, uh, this cop met him and uh, you know, told him that he jaywalked and was going to give him a $65 fine. Then the cop asked him, did he have ID on him? The man said, no, I ain't got no ID on him. The cop incorrectly told him that I can take you to jail for not having, uh, not having identification on you. But that law only applies if you're driving and you don't have your driver's license on you. This idiot-ass cop, you kill yourself and start over since you don't really know uh, the law. Do your job. Hey, that's hey. I think uh, Jacksonville. Matter of fact, I think they got a, a no sagging law down there too. That take uh, your ass ticket for sagging. Your underwear shit showing. They on, they on some other shit down there. That's bullshit right there. Yes. Well, yeah. All right, what you got, uh, big dog? Come back to me, man. Let's say it. Go ahead. Yeah, what you got? Hey, I got. I got to kill yourself and start over. I want. I got a couple. Number one, uh, Rikers Island Jail. They had a man locked up for five months and did not tell him that his bail was only a dollar. Damn. The man sat in jail for five months, five to six months, with a one dollar bail. Some some places said it was two, some places said it was one. But I mean, come on, you got a two dollar bail. He probably got arrested with two dollars on. Damn. The man sat. Yeah, they got they got to kill themselves and start over for that shit. Rik- I think they're in the process if they haven't already of shutting down Rikers Island. In Rikers Island, yeah, oh, I, I heard that place. I heard that place is worse than twenty six in California. Yeah, that that that's that's a, that's a hellhole. I had another kill yourself and start over to the Knicks for taking so damn long to get rid of Phil Jackson. It's about goddamn time. He damn near ran that team. Isaiah started with fucking it up, and he just man, he he burned he reburned a burning house. Bill, your ass got to go. And last but not least, you know, I was at the gym, and I don't, I don't like to be no creeper at the gym, but I was walking up the stairs, chick in front of me, had a nice little thighs, nice little ass on the whole nine yards. Had the little yoga pants, workout lick. Yeah. Why this bra had all type of holes in the inside thigh, uh, yoga pants, and had one right on the crack of her ass. Now, how you go to the gym looking like that? <laughs> Great point. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue that with mine. That is so, so, man, I can't fit through that. Rip the motherfuckers clean off of. But look, kill yourself and start over for going to the gym. Anybody listening to this, any woman rather, going to the gym with raggedy yoga pants on, it ain't necessary when we got CaveCrushShop.com. Oh, we got that break. We got you covered. There's no more excuses. Who you need new yoga pants? You go to cavecrushshop.com and read up. Who said right? that? Who said that? Man. Oh, wow. That's a promo right there. That's what I'm talking about. Cavecrushshop.com. All right, big dog. You ready yet? Yeah, man. Uh, I got to give a uh, kill yourself and start over to 
whatever cop in Massachusetts that arrested this 98-year-old woman for protesting a natural gas pipeline expansion. What? Bro. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Crazy. I, I don't even think I need to add anything else to that. You know what I'm saying? 98-year-old woman. 98-year-old woman. Yeah. Well. And uh, then I got to come in on a light note. Everybody saw the uh, red copy in the interviews, you know, BT Awards <laughs> and all that, right? Yeah. Man, Joe Buttons, man, I got to give it to him, bro. Really? Really, bro. Look, man, if you're going to be shitting on the young rappers, you don't respect their crowds, I get it. But you can't edit out part of the interview and then show, you know, you just want to show parts of the shit and make it seem like it's something that it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? So what else happened, big dog? I mean, basically, man, I guess they got the same, what, management company or some shit, him and, him and um, your, uh, Lil, Lil Yachty, Lil Yachty, whatever his name is. Yeah. And uh, I guess they checked him, man, because he always shitting on the kid. And, you know, the interview got interrupted right before. I think the shit was already tense before they started interviewing the Migos. Mm. So, you know, he edited out all that. Yeah, he was talking, he been talking about that for the past couple of days, too. Yeah. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, he was pretty clear about how he felt. He said, "Look, they came over there already, and I really wanted to talk. And coming over there like they expected somebody to kiss their ass, and he wasn't going." <laughs> yeah, but check this out though. See, if somebody come inside the cave and they on that bullshit, the interview ain't even gonna take off. That's true. That's true. So why sit there in front? Yep. That was DJ Academics. You know, acting like he like here, goddamn body. Yeah, but that's, I mean, if, but if, like, if, like if Joe. He took a vote, man, and he was outvoted. He didn't want to interview him. He could have set that coming up. Yep. Yeah, that's true. He tough. He tried to tough through it because what he said is the, the man who, Yachty manager who he worked for, he seen him earlier. He ain't really had, you know, he was like, hey, I need y'all to chill out on the band. He was like, all right, cool, man, whatever. Ain't no big deal. Then he said he kind of tried to play a little half-ass tough guy role. Jumped on in the middle of the interview. Hey, yeah, yeah, this all that you little how you shit did. Like, man, you wasn't acting like that earlier, man. We were just chilling, talking. And now, like you said, it's a, a hundred police officers with rifles and red carpet and ain't nothing going down. Everybody energy real different. Yeah, but the thing is, man, if, if it was everything that Joe Budden said it was, I hated that part of the interview out. Just go, go ahead and put it all out there. Well, I mean, that, ain't, that ain't always necessarily his. If you're going to put out the part that's going to make him look like the OG that's sitting on the, on the young cats and drop the mic and walk off, shit, go ahead and put the whole interview out there. I mean, it probably would have helped his cause that they put the whole interview out there. I don't really think he give a fuck, but, I mean, you know, that, that ain't always totally up to him. That's complex, too. They probably don't want to. If people doing fuck shit on the scene, if people doing fuck shit on inside the cave and it ain't a good look, I mean, you probably edit it out. I, I, I really got, it's a two-way thing. Like, Migos went up there, they ain't really, wasn't really trying to do it. Like, why they even come up there? They could have been like, nah, we straight. We, we, we gonna decline. I appreciate it and kept it moving. And like you said, Joe could have been like, look, I'm gonna set this one out. 
So, but you know one thing about it though, man. If, if you the OG and you want to get respect from the young cats, you got to take a different approach. But if you don't want the you respect, can't, you can't. You can't just sit there now in this in this era and you want to get on social media, you know, on whatever platform you got, and then you're gonna sit on all the new upcoming artists just because you don't understand or you don't like their music or you don't respect it. I mean, I don't know what the fuck you think you're gonna, you're gonna accomplish by doing that. But but maybe that's maybe that's exactly what he's trying to accomplish. The fact that look, I'm not up here trying to be pally pally. If I don't like some, I'm gonna call it out. If I like some, I'm gonna call it out. Maybe he ain't looking for their respect. Maybe the man just doing what he do because he we talking about him, so something obviously working. Yeah, but one thing about it though, if he plan on having a hip hop show and the young cats got that wave right now, if ain't nobody gonna come on the motherfucker and fuck with you, then what? But they they show not they show not a guest best uh, guest based show so they barely even has guests on there. It's just it's, it's basically like first take not first take excuse me uh, pardon the interruption. They don't really have guests. They come up with the topics. They talk about it and they keep it moving. That's kind of how the show is. If they got a guest up there. He said it. We have a guest up here it's because they want to be here. They got something to talk about and we gonna have a conversation. We're not just bringing people up here just because oh this is my man this man and this that, and the third and we gonna give them a look. Yeah, but your approach is everything, bro. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. You know what? Hey, first of all, uh, big dog, you kind of look like a, a bigger Joe Buttons. I just, I just noticed that. Don't he look well, like? Nah, he don't look like. Me. Shit, look just like that motherfucker. Uh, second of all, damn The other thing too, man, I'm noticing, man. We all got daughters here. My God, do I? I just feel sorry for them if they're gonna want to date. Like, is this what this? Do, do anybody feel safe with their daughter going out with one of the guys from the Migos? And, and, and look, this is how these guys dress now. All of the, this generation. Like, just imagine one of them motherfuckers come picking up one of your daughters, man. Looking like that. Looking like they shopped out of your wife's closet. I mean, this, this is who's picked. This, this, this is today's men? This, this, is, this, is, this is what men look like now? I mean, I'm not saying you got to dress like a thug, but I mean, what happened to just a, a, a if you want to put a, a, a suit and tie on, what is all that bullshit on? I mean, hey, CB, CB, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> dog, man, listen, hey, dog, you got to remember what, what, what Joe actually is, man. He's us. He the he the angry old man in this no, in this man. Else, bro. He might be you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. But you got to keep in mind, he he's an ex rapper, so he ain't there for like deep where DJ Academics come from, man. He he's a stand. You know what a stand is, right? You know he's yeah. a, he, he, he's real real thirsty, man, and and he's sitting there with his mouth hanging open, man. And Joe, like, I was already running in these circles, man. And these dudes is giving me the arrogant vibe. And he wasn't and he wasn't there for it, as, as the said, young people say. What's that verse from Tupac that he said about the old rappers? <laughs> all you old rappers trying to advance. It's all over now. Take it like a man. And I'm cool with that. I just hate the fact that... that yeah, that, he's cool with it, too. I just hate yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just hate the fact that this, this, this is the way today's men look. Like, I got a daughter, man, like... I don't know. I hope I hope the trends trend back to to looking like how we looked in high school. Come on, man. 
Dr. Dre and them was dressing a little suspect. Not, back not when I watched. Not when I was watching them. Not when I was watching them. When I watched them. Hey, I don't. I ain't know that Dre. You might not be familiar with it, but it all went Maybe up. you and Roland knew that Dre. I didn't know that Dre. When I seen Dre, yeah, he had I knew, a. I, I knew. I knew that Dre. And on top of that, man, real rap. I know what I'm about to say is going to be quote unquote sacrilegious. Here we go. But man, two, so Tupac was doing some suspect stuff too. Yeah, he was. He was. Like he was the, like wearing his bandana tied to the front, man. That's Aunt your Mama. That was a woman's style. They had him posing in the tub with the with the jewelry on his crap, man. He was doing some suspect stuff too. Like, yeah. they, they, hey, they, 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 they got Big Daddy Kane did shit like that too, right? Yeah, but yeah, that, indeed. Yeah, but when he was out in public, though, he dressed like a man. Now I don't know what they paid him to do in magazines <laughs> and all Dude, that kind of stuff. Dog, he had his shirt tied. Dog, he said he had his shirt tied in the front. Tupac tied his shirt in the front. I don't remember all that. You did a photo shoot. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, look at when he used to show off his thug life, man. He was wearing a whole. There was a whole, but even that leather, even that leather um, joint he had, where they was where, they, where the meme goes around, where they saying this is how today's rappers dress, and this is how back in the days rappers dressed. That leather thing, he didn't get that out the men's section. I don't know where he got that from. Most motorcycle riders don't wear leather vests for years. Man, what you talking about? He just rolling without a shirt. I mean, listen, I ain't trying to... I'm a pop fan. I'm just saying a lot of that stuff back in the day wasn't 100% thug and, and legit neither, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Dr. Dre was wearing blouses, too. And, and, and at what point did you look at... at I mean, because I don't remember ever looking at Tupac like he was suspect. Right. Neither did, neither did I because of the way he carried himself. But what I'm saying is, is that I'm not fool with the way they dressing now either, but... I, this is this is where they at now with the style. There was some suspect styles back in the day too. That's all I was saying. Who you got for kill yourself and start over, bro? I don't even got one. I'm late. I'm late to the party. I'm just I just tried to jump in on the complex thing. Yeah, I just I just can't get into that. Uh, ugh. I can't get into it, man. I just feel sorry for. Uh, all right, I want to piggyback off of what said was talking about. I want to give the uh, one of my coworkers who decided to wear. Uh, white leggings to work today. Just admitted that you're at work to sell pussy. There's no reason. <laughs> Damn, there's no reason in the world for anybody to wear white leggings to a factory. All right? If you're wearing white leggings to a factory, you're there to sell pussy. Just to call it like it is. So you know who you are, and whoever's listening, if you know who that person is, yeah, that's right. I said it. Kill yourself and start over. I know Big Dog hates this, but I know. Hey, hold on, CB, one second, Joe, one second. Yeah, HR? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is all this recorded, man, yeah. Anyway. Let him slide, though, let him slide. I want to make sure the man... Also, also, I want to give CNN, uh, Kill Yourself and Start Over, and I'm going to talk more about that on Around the Cave. That's why you can't trust nobody in the media but inside the cave. Four reputable journalists got hit the... or basically got fired for making up stories on Trump and Russia. I mean, four reputable journalists on CNN got fired. They got the axe. Yeah, so yeah. kill yourself and start over. Last but not least, here we go. To everyone upset about the John McEnroe comments, kill yourself and start over. John McEnroe comments were taken completely out of context. Now, is Serena the 700 
best player in men's competition? No. But she wouldn't be ranked high in the men's competition. You take the best man athlete, professional athlete, compare that to the best women's athlete, they're not even in the same solar system. That's the reason why they have men's competition and women's competition. You take the best WNBA player, whoever that is, she will probably even make the, the, the NBA. Couldn't even make the, the NBA. Probably couldn't even make the D-League. None of them. To who? Brittany Griner. Tell me what team Brittany Griner is going to play for. Tell me what team Candace Parker can Griner, play for. Brittany tell, tell, me, tell me what team they can play for. See, everyone's getting upset about, oh, because he's sexist and all that kind of stuff. You're the reason why Trump got elected. It's because you're all you're doing is hearing the emotion of it. What he said is the truth. She wouldn't be ranked in men's competition. Is she? Would she be 700th? No. But she wouldn't be in the top 10 or 20 or 50 either. All right? She's a woman. And the thing about it is, the only reason why most of us even know Serena Williams is, is because of her ass. And she made it that way. We objectify women. That's what women are good for when it comes to sports. We want to hey, see them in short. Cut that shit short because ain't nobody buying into that bullshit you talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just didn't want to be the one. How you say? Tell me what I said is wrong. Tell me what I said is wrong. Where would she be ranked <laughs> in men's sports? Tell Being me. Known as because of her ass. That's a motherfucking lie. That's Come the on. only reason why we know her. Na- name a- you know okay, said said. Name another female. Name- Give me, give me, give me a female. Give me another female tennis player. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. See what I'm saying? We only know her because of her ass. But she win, dude. I mean, I gotta say that she. She's not. She's not the only. She's not the only. She's not the only tennis player. How come we only can name her? Why? Because of her ass. It's all the extra stuff she brings to the table. It's not real, bro. All right. The only reason why we know that's why she's posing naked on magazines now. All right. Because no one gives a damn about her playing tennis. We all care about her body. That's what we care about all women for. It is what it is. So kill yourself and start over to everybody who got all emotional about that. I'm with them. What you care about? Speak for yourself, motherfucker. (laughs) You guys came. Like Joe Bud said, wrap this shit up. That was cute, man. That was kill yourself and start. Hey, but you know what? Somebody gonna give Big Bill a kill yourself and start over? Who? Big Bill. I don't know why y'all did. What about D? What happened to D? Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) Tell everybody about D real quick, (laughs) Zed. Hey. First of all, I wanna I wanna thank CB for trying to slide it off of me because he the one brought the information. But D. I gotta get you kill yourself a style. The international lover. You wanna know why he's international? You know why he's able to be international and fly everywhere? Because he flies on cargo planes. <laughs> <laughs> he flies on cargo hey, planes. Look, kill me as a man. Y'all don't never wanna come over here. Yeah, I mean, because we gotta pay full price to fly over there. Now, tell me, explain to me on the cargo plane, what's the seating arrangements? There ain't no seating arrangements. You saw the picture. Hey. He's sitting next to Anthrax. Can you imagine walking up to the plane and somebody say, hey, we got you sitting next to you both. Oh, yeah, I flew out last time. She cool to say. Yeah, hey. No, no, no. <laughs> it's different, bro. This ain't that. Oh, uh-huh, he's flying next to three-headed rats. And space monkeys. Monkey. Space, space <laughs> monkeys. Oh, hey, 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 hey. 
Hey, Roland. Hey, 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 next to a six-legged horse. Come on, man. What you doing to cook? <laughs> and wait a minute. That's a 15-hour flight. Ain't no Wi-Fi on the cargo plane. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing. So tell me. So this man, no, this man had to get on that plane with no less than four iPads, two <laughs> laptops, and three iPods to keep himself entertained. Oh, man. Come on, man. Let's you pay for it. Hey. Yeah, but at least you got some type of entertainment. That's a 15 hour flight with no, no Wi Fi and no windows. <laughs> hey, 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 Roland. Egypt, we ain't had no windows on the plane. Hey, yes. What'd you say? Now, I'm flew to Egypt, we ain't had no windows on the plane. Yeah, but you were, what you going there for? For work. For work. You was going there for work. work. Yes. This dude, was, he was doing this for entertainment. Like, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey, wait, didn't the man like it? And the, when you get on that plane, imagine if you got the kid on the plane and ain't no windows on there. How he know he ever was in the air? Yeah. Well, he know he drove. <laughs> hey, hey, Roland, Roland. You said it's yeah. like cool, man. Yeah. Would you would you get a if uh, would you get on a pickup truck? Uh, uh, no. Would you get on, would you jump in the back of an eighteen wheeler uh, from 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 Erie to uh, California for free? Would you take you in and your back? Yeah, sit, sit, <laughs> sit in the 18 wheeler. In the back? This already going your way. Are you serious? Hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, absolutely not. I'm going to have to miss that one. That's the way International D travels. Bullshit, man. And that's the way international. So, so you trying to so you trying to say he ain't even flying coach? He flying cargo? That's where he flying. That's where he flying. That's exactly. That's exactly what UPS. <laughs> <laughs> so so would that qualify him as a as an Uber passenger? Oh, <laughs> that's exactly what he is. Hey, the man got on the cargo plane. They told him you got to bring your own seat. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he gonna fuck y'all up, man. <laughs> no, it wasn't even that good. That wasn't even that good, man. Yeah, international D. That's why you're international, brother. Terrible, terrible. All right, All right man, let's get into this. That was kill yourself and start over. Hey, 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 see, I got one more, bro, before we go. I'm gonna make this one quick. I gotta get Safari too, man. Ooh! What I was saying, meet me on Safari. Huh? How? Yeah, we, why wouldn't you get Meek Mill? Oh, Meek Mill did was pull up. Safari, so so, well, he was about to get jumped. He take off running, leave his guy back there, get his ass. You see that? <laughs> then this motherfucker get on there and put up a video talking about, yeah, you know, Meek Mill the bitch, and he tried to jump me where well, he had his boys to jump me. It was niggas everywhere on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> it was niggas everywhere. Nigga, all my jewelry on. How the fuck you in an altercation? Look, if if CB about to get jumped and he take off running, and I'm back here fighting the guy that was, that was about to jump in, whenever that shit over with, <laughs> I'm kicking CB ass. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, hey, dog, that's real talk. That's old cold though, man. I don't care what's going on. You don't, you can't do that. We get, we get jumped. We got to get jumped together. Hey, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm your dog. Let, what do y'all run up and leave me when something pop off? Why you got to throw me in the door? We didn't get jumped. He got jumped. <laughs> right. I come to help. Look here. He get jumped. His man's come to help him, but then he leaves his guy behind. <laughs> yeah, that's dirty. That's dirty. That's 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, so it could have been a fair fight. So it could have been, it should have been a fair fight. Hey, is Meek Mill gonna get in trouble for this shit though? Meek Mill ain't do that. Man, they can tell you, he on probation. You can't move like that. You can't move like that. You you pull up in a truck, hop out real slow looking around, and your man come out and try to hit somebody. That's just some smoke you don't need. Those guys were already there. Oh, okay. That was the weakest that was the weakest sneak move I ever seen though. Yeah. All right. ain't, ain't no more ain't no more fair fighting out there. Alright man, we gotta move on though. Uh that was kill that was kill yourself and start over. Alright, we got a lot of feedback from last week, so I'm gonna get through it real quick. Here we go. Uh listeners feedback, otherwise known as emails and complaints. Got an opinion? Let your voice be heard. Wanna change the direction of the show? Talk your sh. Tell us how you really feel. I might just say how I feel. Listeners feedback with cousin Lamar on Inside the K. I'll read it because I know nobody else wants to read it. Uh, here we go. Uh, this is from Cheryl. First 20 minutes of this week's show might be the best 20 minutes of content from you guys ever. I heard of the rapper dying and did not know that his music was a theme song for Inside the Cave. <clears throat> the conversation about Sickle Cell was very enlightening. I, and I'd like to hear you brothers talk about subjects like that. And because you all can use a balance in subjects. Big Dog point on the NRA not saying anything in the Castile case was exactly what I was thinking. Right after that, you all went back to your normal selves. LOL, but good show. Alright, that was from Cheryl. Another one. Uh, Lance. <laughs> hey, who was y'all roasting? My man said that lawyer can't get a dog out the dog pound. Man, I'm crying. The mob deep love was on point last show. You shouldn't have said that they music was. Place. Shouldn't have said that that was their music because most wouldn't even know. Oh boy. Thank you, Lance. Another one. All right, here we go, Michelle. The sickle cell talk at the beginning. Oh, this now this is the lady that always sends us stuff complaining. So here we go. Uh, the sickle cell talk at the beginning was very insightful, and I was surprised by it. I also like the awareness of the British government too. The beginning of last week's show was very good until right around emails. Then you lost it again. So according to you guys, once a woman sleeps with a man, her value is down. Well, that's good to know. Wow, shaking my head. All right, that's from Michelle. Uh, I, I think that, yeah, I think from the moment that a guy wants to sleep with a woman, her value goes down. That's just my thing. Man, it just depends on how good the pussy is. I don't know about that. I mean, but, we, but we already. But we already devalued her because once we get, we ain't thinking about nothing else, so. Values already down. We just think about getting that, getting that one off. So yeah, so yeah. Value your wife, did you? Huh? Your wife ain't devalued, is she? Brother, you really don't want to have this conversation with me. Uh, I, I put in years. Shit, you know how long it took me. To, never, all right, hey, number four. Uh, this is from Troy. Well, did, did her stock drop or did your stock drop? I think her stock dropped. She with you. All right. Woo! 
talk that shit. Uh, <laughs> God damn. Uh, this is how you really feel, Joe. Right. Yeah. Dirty little boy. <laughs> this guy. This, yeah, this guy's on his way to Atlanta. Talking about somebody stock dropping. <laughs> you kidding me? You kidding me? He might be out of stock by the time you leave up, motherfucker. You kidding me? <laughs> He'll kick his ass off the dial. Stock. <laughs> Stock drop. Another one. CB eating. Here's, this is from Troy. CB eating wax ass. What are y'all talking about? <laughs> international D are right with me. LOL. Seems like Big Dog said and International D are the only ones that treat CB as an equal. Everyone else seems to treat CB like he's important or something. He doesn't come across as that important to me. That sounds like he's paying attention. Well, first of all, let me say this. Uh, said Big Dog International D need to get their shit together and understand that I, just like everybody else understands, I am the HNIC. I am the head dog. I'm the lead dog. I'm the heavy nigga in charge. Another one. Oh, man. All right, this is from Nina. International D is rude and disrespectful to listeners, and I'm not trying to be funny. Big Dog is knowledgeable and seems to know what he's talking about. Roland is someone who speaks with compassion and sympathy. No offense, but even when Joe bombs on a dirt sheet, no one does it better than him. He has unique sense of humor and no fear of being struck down. See, your words about Father's Day was true, but how about you go? How you go from that to calling a girl for a hoe for having sex with one partner unprotected? Joe had more kind things to say than you. I don't think I called her a hoe, did I? I just said a value went down. But anyway. Yeah, you probably call her a hoe. Janet Jackson a hoe. Yeah, Janet, you go call Janet Jackson a hoe. You go call anybody one. Janet Jackson was a hoe. She sold pussy. Anyway, this is uh, let me go. Denise. Hey, man, I'm tired of reading my... these goddamn postcards, man. Let's get to a subject. A damn subject, a topic or something. Where the herd at? I'll let the herd, man. People send stuff in and said, I, I promise that we're reading. That keeps that keeps the listeners. It's the show is not about you, brother. The I know that, but damn, which, how many Hallmark cards? You read like six the of them. Show. And you can't really, read. I, I really got a lot more, but I'm just picking out these because some man, of them you are. You know, CB got a concussion, man. And the thing <laughs> I mean, said to understand the sad things we're doing the show for just him. We got no, listen. Uh, who, how if many? People, how many Hallmark cards do you have people, to read? You read like five or six. If people take time to send stuff in and give me feedback, the least I can do is repeat it. They don't have to say nothing. Like, that, that's on. okay too. No, it's not okay. I'm hey. trying to grow. I know you just want to come on here and talk shit and hang up and then go about your business and come back next week and talk shit. There's, there's no that's what part-time employees do. They talk shit, they smoke weed in the stock room, and then they leave. They also get fired. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> they get fired and they get another part-time job. That's why it's a part-time job. Another one. All right, there's only two more. Denise, when you say remind me to edit, it's not for real, right? Because I just listened to five minutes of stuff I know you should have edited. And yes, sickle cell is a very serious disease, and most have no clue on how it works. Another one. All right, here we go, Liz. I really like this show. I just listened to the full show from beginning to end. And oh, Liz is a new listener, by the way. And I get the concept behind it. I think that you all should clarify better who you all are mentioning in the sports segment. I can't tell it's something you all are serious about, but I have no idea who you all are talking about. 
like how you talk about it. Another one. All right, Carol, last one. Carol, is Uga of the Week just a verbal blog or something? Most segments of the show seem more organized in this segment. I don't understand what an Uga is. I think your comments on the lady having unprotected sex was tasteless. CB, you are better than that. And that, Cedric, is emails and complaints. Thank you to all our listeners that sent something in. Big dog, do you have a problem with emails and complaints? I got a problem with you reading it, but you know, well, you, 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 you more than welcome to read it. You like to read it? You send out the email, right? Yeah. And you still can't read it? <laughs> Another one. Thought provoking ignorance with special guests and cave crush interviews. Inside the cave. Now that's how you podcast. Inside the Cave. Are, are you enjoying this episode of Inside the Cave? Well, get your ass up and rate us on iTunes. Inside the Cave Podcast. Five stars or kill yourself and start over. Get, get the latest in cave fashion at cavecrushshop.com. That's cavecrushshop.com. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram at Inside the Cave and at Cave Crush for the hottest women on the planet. Like Inside the Cave on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast, and follow Inside the Cave on Twitter at Cave Crush. Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking ignorant guy talk with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. Want to hear a hot take? It's time to go around the cave. Got around the cave, Joe. Joe, around the cave. Yeah, I'm gonna do uh, Bill Cosby like D tried to do last week. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nothing. Sid, nah, I ain't got nothing this week. Big dog, nah, I'm good, bro. Rolling, rolling left the building. Well, I guess take left. All right, well, hey. I got something. I figured that. Yes, I got something. And it's very important, too. Then we're going to get to the Big Hurt Sports update. I got breaking news for all you guys out here. Donald Trump is president. I got more breaking news for you. Donald Trump ain't getting impeached. Here's some more breaking news. Donald Trump is going to get two terms this year. See... While everybody is focused, like I told you earlier about CNN, they're putting all this stuff out here about Russia, Russia, Russia. That's all you hear about is Russia, Russia, Russia. All they're doing is being a distraction from key points that's going on. And everybody thinks that this is a, a, a huge distraction for Trump and the Republicans. They love this. See, while everybody's focused on Russia, you want to know what's been happening lately? This week, Donald Trump, his people that supported him, just undid a bill by President Obama to fund more private prisons. Now, private prisons are different from federal prisons. You know how private prisons run? They need people in there. And who do you think Trump and his people are going to fill those private prisons up with? Now, see, everybody talked about Obama didn't do nothing. Here's something that he did. So when you start seeing these private prisons all over started getting filled with people that look like you and me 
you'll know what Obama did for us. So everybody that said Obama didn't do nothing, put that in your pipe and smoke it, brother. That's around the cave. The Big Herd Sports Update with Charles Hurd on Inside the Cave. All right, Big Herd, sorry for keeping you on hold for a long time. A lot of stuff going on in the NBA, brother. A lot of stuff going on in the NBA, brother. First of all, let me say this. Of course, man. It's it's busy time. You were right last week. Uh, We come on with the trade for uh, Butler? Yes, sir. Great call. I mean, when you look look at it, I mean, a team, they're going to show you their hand. I mean, the Bulls showed you their hand a couple times when they tried to trade them. Um, you know, end the season, and then um, I, I believe it was before the All Star break they tried to trade him as well. So um, it, it was no, it was no secret that they were going to kind of let him go. It just depended on what team they were were going to let him go to. Um, and you know, Jimmy Butler has a has a good relationship with Tibbs, and Tibbs liked him, and they tried to go after him. Boys wouldn't have it before. Um, but we all know that the, the deals that was on the table for Boston and, and um, some other teams were a better pick or better advantage for the Bulls. So nobody didn't take those, but they just let Jimmy Butler go. Um, and, and for me, I would say that the Timberwolves won out of the trade oh, versus definitely. the Bulls, but that's nothing new. Hey, what, what do you think is going to happen with Dwayne Wade? Um, I told you guys, I think I said this before, I, I think the way Wade is going to opt out, um, I, I don't think that the, the Bulls are going to buy him out of that $24 million. I thought he already he signed. Already opted in, I thought he already, yeah. Say what? He already opted in, didn't he? Yeah, he said it on Twitter. Uh, he, he, he didn't sign that. He, he had to the first to sign the deal. He said that he wanted to, he was going to stay. Uh, so... Uh, he answered the first to exercise that right. Um, and he said on Twitter, I believe it was before Jim Butler got tricked, that he was uh, he was going to stay here. So, um, of course, we all know that he said if Jimmy Butler, when he first got here, he said, you know, if Jimmy Butler was to go, that he would not stay with the Bulls. And that was at the time, you know, when all the trade talks were about Jimmy uh, before the All-Star break happened. So, it's a difficult situation uh, with the way Wade. Do I think that he's going to stay? I mean, a lot of people would say, why would he give up $24 million? But, uh, I mean, there's a lot of super teams out there that uh, D-Wade can join and, and help and, uh, and win. Do you think he cares uh, about winning now or championships, or is it just about money for I him? I do. I mean, that's the thing, man. Like, a lot of people keep saying that, you know, these guys don't care about winning. These are professional athletes that's been doing this for the – for their life, um, it's hard to tell me that these guys don't care about winning at all. Um, you know, is money a key factor? Absolutely. But if you're somebody like D Wade that had, you know, a ton of contracts in your life uh, and big dollar contracts, and, um, I mean, I'm not going to say that the money doesn't matter, but uh, I can most definitely tell you that um, he loves to be in the spotlight. And, and losing last year was not his. It didn't look good to him. I mean, you've seen his comments, and, and you guys live here in Chicago, and and the herd, you know, the, the backlash that he had um, at the team when they kept losing. So, um, 
he, he doesn't want to go to a team that's just going to sit there and lose. And we know the Bulls are not going to be a competitive team when it comes down to this year. And I'm trying to be now. When you said Minnesota got the better of the uh, trade, which on paper, yeah, but in a couple years, they're gonna have like three players they got to try to max out. Yeah, but you, are, you know, as you know, as you know, as the NBA goes, man, you don't look three years down the road because anything can change. Um, it's always a right now society when it comes down to the NBA. And I felt it's a little bit different, but the NBA, man, the the, the free agents and the trades that can happen. It's so unpredictable when it comes down to it. And uh, when you really look at this Minnesota team, man, to add Jimmy Butler to the existing core that they have right now, um, I believe it pushes them a little bit further to say that they're a playoff team. Yeah, I think. But the ultimate goal is to win a championship. I don't think they could beat uh, Golden State or Houston. Well, not right now. Well, we, I, I, yeah, I think, I think everybody knows that at this point. I mean, when you really look at it, the ultimate goal is, of course, to win the to to win uh, the championship. But we all, I mean, all of us here on the phone, let's be let's be realistic. We know that um, nobody's competing with uh, you know Golden State or uh, Cleveland. You know, um, but they can give them a run. But um, I mean, it, it, the end goal is to get into the playoffs to make yourself better um, to you know to advance. And you never know what can happen in the playoffs. I mean, we've seen players get hurt before. Uh, now, do you think Jimmy will stay there after these two years? I think Jimmy's going to be there as long as Tibbs is there. Um, uh, he loves the coaching style of Tibbs. Uh, Jimmy, uh, he's hurt, man. And, and when I say he's hurt, he, you know, the Bulls marked him out to be the franchise player, the face of the team. I don't know if you guys take his remarks and him saying that, I don't want to be the face of the team. I don't want to be that player. I just want to be a normal guy that comes in, does his job, makes my team better, and, and, uh, and make make wins happen. So um, I can tell you this much. He, he loved the city. He loved the Bulls organization. And for somebody to do him wrong like that, it was kind of like the LeBron James situation, uh, but a little bit different uh, because he got let go versus LeBron making his own decision to go somewhere else. So... Um, when it comes down to the Bulls' ownership, man, they're, they're putting a lot of salt in the wounds, and it's going to make a lot of these free agents and a lot of uh, big-time stars not want to come to the Chicago Bulls. That ain't nothing new. Bulls are the worst organization. I mean, they're right I there. They're right far. there. They're right there with the Knicks. You since 1999, the Bulls are just as bad as the Knicks. I mean, I'm just they're telling. They're, they're, they're a terrible organization. You take Jordan out the Bulls. What has the Bulls ever done? Take Jordan out. Take the Jordan history out. What What are the Bulls? They're nothing. I'm just saying. What else have they done? They haven't did nothing, man. They are They are a terrible organization. All those damn free agents that they have, they all went out. They some of them won championships. All those players. What free agents? You know how many other cities saying the same thing? But they're not Chicago, oh, brother. They're not Chicago. <laughs> Chicago's the Chicago, third. You overrate Chicago. That might be the problem that you just overrate. Okay. I tell you, I tell you guys what, too, man. Like you guys, you, we got to remember too. Um, for the fans, everybody thinks that the Bulls drafted, you know, Michael Jordan. They didn't. So I mean, it's 
it was luck, by luck that share luck that we got Michael Jordan uh, to, to come to the Chicago Bulls. So that ain't that wasn't uh, really luck. That wasn't luck. I mean, they picked Bowie. Bowie was a big time uh, college player, and at the, at the time, that was the way the league was. I wouldn't even call that luck. They just didn't evaluate him the same way. I don't know about well, luck. I'm, 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 you you wouldn't say it was a good it was a good move or a luck to have Jordan come to the Bulls. You could say it was luck to have LeBron go to Cleveland. It was luck to have Kobe go to the Lake. I mean, you anytime you get a good player, you could call it luck. No matter, it was lucky that Houston got Olajuwon. I mean, at some point in time, I mean, you can call anything luck. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I would I wouldn't say that it was luck when it, when LeBron went to Cleveland. I would I would say that I would I would most definitely call it uh, a share of luck when when the Bulls did it. But that's my opinion. I think it was rigged um, but, when LeBron yeah. went to Cleveland. But when you look at when you look at the Bulls organization, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that they're the, they were the worst out there. I, I think I think when it comes down to the ownership with the Chicago Bulls, they're probably um, one of the more uh, tight-pocketed or, or stringent uh, organizations there is in the NBA. Um, the reason why they got by for so long is because Jordan was there, but. We even know when Jordan was there, um, you know, it was some things and some reasons why he wasn't the highest paid players for a lot of years in the league. But, you know, um, you look back at it and the end result is to win championships. And at the end of the day, a lot of that was pushed underneath the rug because they were winning championships. So now it's starting to come to the light because they're not winning championships. You know, the Bulls are, are on the front street because they're a team and just like the Lakers you know you gotta look at the Lakers the Lakers are starting to be that type of team until Magic everybody thinks Magic's gonna be the one to turn them around it's just gonna be I mean it just takes its turn you know for a long time we were so used to the Bulls and the Lakers and the Celtics winning championships and now to not see uh, the no, three we can't teams compare the Bulls um, to the Lakers bro. winning championships is not happening so hey uh yeah. This the Bulls has been a bad, bad franchise for a while. You made a great point with that. Like they, they were even not the greatest franchise when Jordan was there. You know, that's part of the reason why they kind of, kind of disintegrated and, and went their own separate way after '98. So th- this idea that the Bulls been the worst organization since '99 ain't really true. That they really wasn't that great to begin with. And like you say, when you win the championships, they, they cover up a lot of warts. True, that's true. Another thing with Mike being uh, the low, not the highest paid player in the league. I mean, at that time, that was the going rate of players. You hey. can't break NBA contracts. You can't. I, you can't just you know sit out. So I mean, hey, but see, he signed a contract at the time. Think about this. This is how bad the Bulls are. They only want one player. One star, and they want role players because it worked with Jordan. That's what they wanted with the whole Derrick Rose thing. It killed them the fact that they had to pay Jimmy Butler. It killed them the fact that they had to pay pay Joakim Noah all this kind of money and stuff like that. They want, but Joakim wasn't really worth it after a while. I mean, but I'm saying they they you can't the, just keep, you can't pay everybody, dude. You can't pay everybody. You gotta be smart. You well, can't I pay think, everybody. The Lakers pay. I think you guys have to look. You guys have to look at it like this too, though. If Golden Jordan State pays didn't them. have Nike. If, if Jordan didn't have Mikey in a huge contract when he did, how would have the Bulls teams turned out? Because I think Jordan would have asked for a lot more money. Um, he was financially set because he had the Nike contract, um, and he knew he was a great business person off the court. That's what made him Jordan. Uh, he had Gatorade and, and everything else. So um, 
he was good. I mean, he was he was a, he was the ultimate guy to make sure that the rest of the people that he had on his team were getting paid. But let's take those two big contracts out of the situation. I know it's kind of like Air Force saying, you know, what if type of thing. But what what do you ask for from the Bulls? Uh, um, you know, at that point in time. Because yeah, we got to look and see. We got to look and see what what uh, when his contract was up and when he resigned. I mean, the going rate then versus going rate now with a going rate in the nineties. I mean, if you sign a seven year deal worth you know twenty one million, that sounds great in eighty eight. Then you can't be mad when ninety two coming around. I still think he was underpaid. I still think he was underpaid. I still think he was underpaid when it came down to it. But um, then we got to compare contracts to that era, though. I mean, I, I don't want to say he underpaid. Two two million was a lot of money back then. Three million a year was a lot of money back. He then. He, he got him back in ninety seven and ninety eight. <laughs> he got yep. him back. Oh, big time. He made like thirty million. He made thirty million. Yeah. 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 But that that's that's just that. Hey guys, if if I can, man, I just want to speak real quick on uh on Phil Jackson and everybody saying how bad of a executive he is. Um, um, it, I mean, it, that is true. We can all look at it and say how bad of an executive he is. But uh, him as the coach and him as the man, I think Phil understood, you know, what situation he had got himself into. Um, he's not a dumb guy by far. Um, it's kind of like, you know, if you put, we, we're going all over this whole thing right now. We put Donald Trump in the White House, who had no experience in the White House at all. He was a great business guy or, or semi-business guy, but he had no experience of running the the, uh, the country. When it comes down to it, you, you're putting a guy that who is a great coach and who you know who was a mental guy who loves to challenge his players. We all knew that um, by far. You put him in the front office of by far one of the worst teams since 1990 or 1999, worst organization there is. And um, you expect him to turn around in, in a couple of years. It's just not not going to happen overnight. But I, I hate that he put his legacy on the line to go and try to challenge something like that. It's kind of like when we all see Michael Jordan go play for the Washington Wizards, and we 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 seen his Bulls days. We seen him what he did, and we all kind of cringe to see him play for the Washington Wizards because. We knew he wasn't the same Jordan, but we hoped every night that he would be some some type of magic as he was before. You know what, Herd? Why do you think people do that? Because that's the same thing with Jay Z after the uh, after the Black Album. You same thing with Muhammad Ali, you know, uh, coming back and doing wrestling gimmicks and stuff like that. And, I mean, why do you think the greatest always try to make that one comeback and never just leave? Jordan could have left after the shot. Phil could have left after winning eleven rings and then come Man, back. You and, know why? You know why? Well, I know Phil got sixty <laughs> mil, so that's, I understand why. But. I mean, yeah. ego, man. Shit, what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. I mean, exactly what what you just said is ego. Um, when you are the top player in the world, when you've been the best player, um, you've been known to be on top of everything since you were, you know, let's say eight, nine, ten, eleven years old, the best player in whatever you did, and then one day you just have to call it quits and sit on the side and and be a normal person, it's hard to do. Um, and they love the spotlight. I mean, as much as they, they hate it when they're doing it, when they go away from it, they love it, man. Um, I don't care what anybody tell you. When they're, when they're not worshipped by all these people, that they, they are 
they're most definitely uh, sitting back trying to think of something else big to do and make themselves relevant. I but, believe that. Um, I, I believe that's why a lot of these guys come back, and I think that's why you'll see Kobe Bryant come back in some sort of way um, and, and be um, in the big three league with the Lakers or something like that. Yeah. No, not the big three. That's the, <laughs> that that big three league. Uh, you know, we shall see what happens to it. I think yeah, that's beneath Kobe. Yeah, I think the issue with that thing is I don't think these guys are going to be able to stay healthy. For the big three? Yeah, I just think that, I mean, how many injuries we saw on game one, day one? Shit. Yeah, well, I, you know what, man? I, I can tell you this much. Uh, great concept, great, great way to kind of execute it. I just, I just believe that, um, you know, ex-NBA ex players, man, as we all know, like, once they get out of the league, once they stop playing, once they sit down for a little while, it, it's not the same. You don't have the same workout. That's why all these guys are heavier. If you look at that game, man, other than a couple of those guys, I couldn't even remember their face. Hey, they look like different people. It isn't um, half. But it, it, it's just, it is what it is. It isn't half-court basketball harder on the body than in, in full court? Because, you know, full court, at least you can cherry pick and, and lack off on defense and stay on the other side of the court. Half court, it seems like it seems like it's more testing on the body because you constantly there's no there's no breaks other than a timeout. Well, I think that's what I, I think that's what made it more interesting though. I think that's the only thing that got me to watch it was that it is a three on three. And I mean, I, how many times have we gone out and played three on three? I haven't played three on three in all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, played three on three basketball, but it, it is a little bit harder. I mean, you got to do more. It's more relied on you. Um, you know, it's more on your teammates to help you. And, and I, I can most definitely, um, if they if they tweak a couple of things, I can most definitely see it happening. It, it lasts, but um, they're going to have to change the concept of just ex NBA players. I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. Be, I think you're right. Um, it's going to have to be a little bit more just so they can have more teams come. Because I mean, the NBA is a, is a small organization. Um, when it comes to ex-players, you see these guys less than 20 years in the league and, and 19 and 18 sitting on the bench. So right. I don't think that's going to happen. And ain't going to be no dunks in the uh, in the big three. Ain't no, nobody. I don't think they're going to add people outside the NBA because I don't, I don't think that any of them NBA players want any of them old street ball dudes out there embarrassing them. Oh yeah, yeah good point. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying I'm not saying about I'm not saying like street ball. I'm just more good like point, referring to like overseas guys. I um, think they're like that professional happy. guys. That's overseas and stuff like that, but that ain't a drop. You know, they they want to see AF. They want to see yeah. you know older players. I don't. I think part of that, the law is to see. Damn AI. He ain't. You know. Damn. Let's see what he still got. They don't want to see if they, somebody from motherfucking still got see, it. See, no, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But see. that's. I mean, that's. You're, you're making a great point too. But like, I mean, we can we can have those star players on each team. You know, you can have like one superstar on each team, but you mm-hmm. have to fill out the rest of the team with you know some other guy because like the, to be honest with you to have like I, I looked at it and like I think it's what a team of five and like you have maybe like, six um, like a white chocolate to see white chocolate back on the court I was excited yeah. you know yeah. but you had him out there and then you had like four other you know um, uh, NBA guys and to be honest with you I looked at him I was like man I forgot that this guy even plays in the league or you know you look at him and you got a 49 year old guy that's out there playing 
uh, and like that, dang, should he really be out there playing? You know, right. Um, on the three he, three. he actually played the best though. Madu Aru Aru, whatever his name is, he actually played the best. That's what was wrong with yeah, Aru? I mean, yeah, he he was a, he was a baller no matter what. The only reason he left the league is because I don't know if you guys remember this. Oh, yeah. Remember back in the national anthem days when he went and. Yeah. He's one of the first guys not to stand uh, for the national anthem. Yeah. Now he faced the other way of the flag, I would think. Um, Remember, he faced the other way yeah. of the flag. Yeah, he was Colin yeah. Kaepernick. Yeah, yeah. He was woke. So, That's what it was. He was woke before it was cool to be woke. Hey, Sid, do you think they should yeah. lower the rim yeah. to nine feet for them guys? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm really serious, though. Do you think they should lower the rim? Yeah, they, they should play in fair backyard, too. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey, her, her. Yeah, Talk about the break. Well the big three. <laughs> Talk about the breaking news, man. CP3. Is this going to do anything for Houston? Is that what? CP3 going to Houston. Is that, is that Does that mean anything? Oh, I mean, you know what? I, I think it's good for CP3. I mean, does it, is it like a... Um, I think they have to add extra pieces to make a run. Let me just put it like that. Uh, will they be a team that's going to be in the playoffs? I think so. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but but is it but is it a uh, significant move to say oh we're going to make a run at like LeBron James in the Cavs or or go to state? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, one thing one thing that it is going to do is the one person that's going to be happy is Harden. I mean, man, to have CP3 come, you can get relieved of the ball handling. That's what I was wondering. I think so. I mean, he's a shooter. He, uh, he, is, he is most definitely a shooter. Now tell me, gonna, why, I think he's going to open his game up. But why would he want to play without the ball when he had the best season of his career with the ball in his hand? I, I just, I truly, honestly think that he's going to, he's going to like it a lot more. He still could be a scorer. He still could be a scorer. He just, I mean, he's not going to have the triple doubles that he had. Yeah, he's not going to be a stats He's going to open his game up a little bit more. I think you're going to do fine. I just, I, I think, I think the best, the best thing about it would have helped them the most is being able to stagger their time on the floor. So CP3, CP3 could come in, come out of the game about three minutes off, and then Harden got a whole four minutes to have the ball to himself. He could take a break at the top of the second. The CP3 got the ball mainly for the his, uh, for his time on the court. He can lead. You know, they they can they got options of ball handles with one person. Getting the rest and other one in the game, so I think that'll help. But I mean, hard to get his points, hard to score. So, but I, I don't. Yeah. I, I, it's gonna be an adjustment. Yeah, most definitely adjustment uh, when it comes down to it. I don't think that it. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be something that quickly like changes in one year. I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. But um, I think it's gonna take a little time for him to actually get a little bit used to it, and then. Then it goes from there. All right. See, that, that's that's what's kind of weird to me. Like you said, taking some time. See, a lot of these players, it don't seem like they they really trying to stick around. If it don't hit this year, which I don't think it will. I mean, I think that'd be good. Don't get me wrong. But they mm-hmm. not going to the championship, I don't think. But the year after, they just traded away like four players. They traded away a first round right. pick, so they can't draft another player. They gonna pop. They got. Harden on two hundred some million dollars, I think, or they're gonna have to re up him pretty soon. CP three getting a lot of money. It's not like they got a lot of room to bring in more people. Then they got Eric Gordon making good. You know, it's like whatever team they got this year is more than likely gonna be the same team they had next year. So they're gonna go into go into the season with the same team two years in a row. And I think after that it's gonna be like one of them gotta go. So it's gonna be like yeah. so what was the point of making that trade if now 
we got to turn around and get rid of one of them. And now both of them two years old. They're not going to get rid of Harden. If anything, they'll get rid of CP3 if he don't get well, a little trade clause. It was one of those things that you're absolutely right. That's the exact way I thought about it. It looks good on paper. It sounds good in the media. It sells tickets um, to say, okay, look look what we're doing. But um, in reality, when it comes to a game plan, I mean, it's hard to do. I can tell you this much. I really think they're going to get rid of Dan Tony in the next year. Oh, wow. Wow. Just coach he, even though he won Coach of the Year. Wow. He, he doesn't do well. He doesn't do well with with. Point guards like this. Yeah, him and CP3 ain't gonna mess. Well. You're right about that. Uh, <laughs> you're right. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't think that he's gonna be there. Yeah, I think uh, you're right. Uh, a long time. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a good coach, but I don't, I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. And I think that's gonna be their downfall right there because, because the, he, that Houston team was phenomenal this year. Yeah. Playing under Dad Tony and playing that style of ball, and CP3 is more state top stop half court offense. If they right. get rid of Dad Tony, then they got to learn a whole new offense, and I think that's gonna turn around and piss off hard. They, 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 I don't know if they thought this one through two or three years ahead, which, like you say, most people don't. They want to try to make a run at it now. But, yeah, I don't. They do that. I don't know how this will. That ain't going to look good. Right. Any more questions from this? going to go to Golden State. Hey, I heard J.J. Reddick might go to Golden State. J.J. Reddick. I don't, I, I don't know, man. I mean, it's. it's they do it's, need a water boy. <laughs> <laughs> JJ, yeah. isn't, it, isn't it amazing how JJ re uh, rejuvenated his career? Like, you know, he he thought everybody thought he was on his way out, and he went to LA and started making baskets. So he uh, he started to make a little bit better. But coming off I, you know what, Golden State doesn't need a whole lot if Eagle Dollar leaves. Um, the, the, the one thing, the one thing that they have in their favor is that they have a good coach in Steve Kerr, who's a players coach. Uh, they have some good core players that are already signed. Um, uh, Kevin Durant is, of course, going to come back. He's willing to uh, wait till everybody else is signed to sign up. Uh, so that means he's going to take a pay cut. But um, when it comes down to it, man, I, I truly believe that it's going to be a huge thing. It's going to be a huge thing when it comes to him having a... Um, a top core. So, so what I mean by that is like whoever can come in and, and make them a little bit better when it comes to um, you know consistency when uh, Draymond and them guys go to the bench or if the rotation can be a little bit different, uh, then that's what they want. Um, and it's, it's 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 a couple of players around the league that can do that, but. Uh, I think that they're going to lose Eagle Dollar in the in the, the offseason. Well, now, well, now, yeah. well, no, I don't think so. I think he'll stay around. All right, any more questions? I think Reddick a good pickup, though. Reddick a good pickup because they're going to eventually lose Clay. And if they can get Reddick at a decent price and not have him come off the bench and have him ready to step in for Clay when Clay leaves or if they trade him, however that shake out, he's a good, he'll be a solid, you know, above average replacement to start at the two guard for Clay. So that, that's let me be let me be honest with you though, like Clay Thompson. Look at it like this, and, and I know you guys are gonna probably give me hell for what I'm about to say. In, in the playoffs, Clay Clay really hasn't been there though. No, he plays defense, uh, brother. Defense. That in defense off, in the off season. In the off season, I mean, in, in the regular season, he was there, but. Hey, heard, heard. You know, you know, you know how valuable Clay Thompson is when he's not there, and then Steph Curry got to guard everybody. All right, 
That's that, 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 no, 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 no. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I don't. I'm not saying that uh, he he didn't help on the defensive side. I'm just he, saying that they he was their defense. He was their uh, defense. That, that can come. That come with time to do. And the thing is, you know, he 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 didn't put up sixty like he was before when before Durant was there. But that defense he played. I mean, the fact that they're able to switch. They're, I mean, that's what makes Golden State the best because they're they're able to switch everybody every single time. So there's yeah. no double teams; they just switch, and that's and that's partly to do to Clay. You know, you put JJ Redick in there, you can't play yeah. no defense. Even when you bring Livingston in, they switch. That's all they do is switch. That's why it's gonna be hard to beat them because they switch. And I think Dre is gonna stay. All right, anybody? Any more questions for Mister? Yeah. Before we move on. Let's go. All right. Thank you, Mr. Hurd. Oh, my son just got beat up. All right. Uh, thanks, you, Mr. Hurd. That was a big Hurd sports update. Follow inside the cave on Instagram for more thought-provoking ignorance. We repost, you decide. Now you feel freer than you Let's take a trip to the south. Do, 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 do hip hop. Down south. With Big Dog's country rap tune of the week. Repping the A, shawty. Check it, check it out. High energy, born with the wisdom. Sense of a rich man, knowledge and the rhythm. This is what I'm using to come up with a style. So I'll interact all together better with the crowd. Nervous for a second and the record starts spinning. And I fall into the state of mind of what I've just created. Pumping like the doctor. The into the RE suckers ready to leap up on the tip when we made it. Created so I'll never be regarded as a regular. More than just a little bit better than my competitor. You should never underestimate the fashion. I hope for the stage whether I'm cooling or thrashing. Cracking the concoction created by me when read you read. E equals a D-O to the C. Knowledge and the talent that my mother had born to her equals an artist I won't be born. What is that, Dre? It's the formula. Big Dogs Country Rap to the Week. Big Dogs Country Rap to the Week. Oh, It's your boy Big Dog, and I'm going inside the cave on the Cave Podcast. The Big Dog's coming back to another week inside the cave. It's like a message that only I can understand, but those who want to comprehend will again be in the midst of the brother. Unlike another in any way, cause Trey don't play, say what the others say, originality is a must whenever I bust. The funky composition is crushed, and I trust that you know it when you hear a funky record with potential. Be getting hyped because Trey rocking the instrumental. Nothing like what you've heard before and more, never less. See, I don't fess. I mean, I'm like fresh, if not the freshest. When I'm expressing my thoughts on, Ronnie, you can help but listen up and get caught on. Because I cook when I pick up a pen and begin in the end. It's dope. That's because I want to win. Knowledge and the talent that my mother had born to her equals a duck. What is it, Trey? Yo, man, that's the formula. Big Dog with the country rap tune. Turn it up. That was Big Dog's country rap tune of the week. All right, let's get into this. No cats, so we're going straight to the dirt sheets. Tell me something, Joe. Dirty headlines, nasty stories, freaky tales. It's time for the dirt sheets with Joe Dirt on Inside the Cave. What's up, everybody? We're going to play a game today that Big Dog is going to be a part of, no matter if you want to be a part of it or not. Hey, you know, you can add Roland to the game, too, because uh, Roland, Roland is going to be his uh, lifeline. 
<laughs> oh, I got five questions I'm going to ask you. About Chicago, if you could ask these questions, you could be an honorary game banger from Chicago, all right? I think I'll pass. <laughs> Question number one. If you are taking LSD, what are you doing? You running late? Are you taking the elevator? Are you high? Or are you taking Lakeshore Drive? Come back on that again. If you are taking LSD, what are you doing? Running late, taking the elevator, are you high, or are you taking Lakeshore Drive? Running late. And right answer and wrong answer, you taking Lakeshore Drive, the LSD. <laughs> hey, hey, and it's like, to me, I don't know, maybe because I'm from Chicago, He's not really making it. He's, he's kind of making the answers obvious which one is right. <laughs> Say, yeah. did you hear that? It's like, or are you taking Lakeshore Drive? <laughs> like, number <laughs> two. What does the L refer to in Chicago? The long way to drive downtown, the elevated public transit trains, or the shore of Lake Michigan. Read them again. Yeah, do yeah, it. We're we gonna get a lot of feedback on this game. <laughs> <laughs> if you're taking the L in Chicago, what is that? Are you taking the long way downtown? Does it mean the elevator public transit trains on the shore of Lake Michigan? Taking the train. There you go. Yeah, he's one for one. Okay, question number three. What does who wop the bam mean? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Does it mean no way, obviously, or blah, 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 etc. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this shit, man? They say this is the worst shit ever. This is, hey, this is bad is that stupid ass game CB used to play. Uh, what was that? Google something? What was that dumb ass game? I got one I more. Question. He had so many of them. Google Chicago. What is a French room? A what? A French room. Shit, I don't know what that is. Backyard, the kitchen, or the living room. Anytime you gotta, anytime you playing the game, you gotta ask the question like two or three times. There might be something wrong with the game. Man, I don't know what that is, bro. <laughs> I don't know. That's the living room. Yeah, ghetto, you know. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, you know what I just come to realize? <laughs> y'all talk all that shit about mumble rap, and I know y'all can't understand <laughs> half of them young kids in the shot right now. <laughs> hey, you ain't lying, dog. Hey, let me answer so that game. As a whole, y'all need to reset and start to fuck back up. Hey, hold on. I got I got one for all of y'all. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask y'all what does this mean? And you tell me what this mean when you hear this. When you hear this sound. What's going on outside? If you hear that. You see a bunch of guys standing around, all you hear is 
Nobody knows. Yeah, First of all, I don't want to be around a bunch of guys. What'd you say, Joe? Trying to get a female attention? Nah, they slap boxing. You know when niggas slap boxing. That's what you was gonna say. <laughs> I thought that's what you, hey, you know when niggas slap boxing. Hey, hey, why is that said? Why when everybody slap box, they always make their own sound effects? <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> hey, hey, said, why is that? Why is it? They make their own sound effects like it's on hey, TV or something. Hey, no, wait. You be doing that when you be shadow boxing. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, man? Hey, big dog. Do they make that noise down there when they when they slap box? Nah, we don't do that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know when motherfuckers be slap box. They make their own sound effects. I'm like that. What kind of shit is that? And we all we all do it though. Uh, well, that was the uh, dirt God sheets. Damn. The dirt sheets by Joe Dirt. That was the uh, dirt. That was the thing. The dirt sheets. <laughs> hey, I got another. Uh, kill yourself. And start over. Hey. <laughs> oh. I don't know the name of this game we just played, but uh, Joe Dirt. <laughs> oh, you can't be the honorary game banger. <laughs> I don't think his heart is broken. I think he did pretty good. He did. He got two for two. So shout out to everybody in Virginia that's listening to this. <laughs> yeah, this might be the last time they're interested. Oh, I believe everybody in tuned off by now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure too. Hey, I thought it was pretty good. Hey, hey. Quick question. Y'all hear what Kodak Black said? Yeah, he didn't like uh, black women. Yeah, he's saying with the end of black women. They've been killing them about that. Man. We can't no, say the same thing. Bitches, that's what he said. Black bitches. Uh, he, I, I, half of that I couldn't understand what he was saying. Yeah, man, I don't black. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know that. <laughs> hey, hey, before we wrap it up, though, but we can say the same something like that too, right? Yeah, everybody's saying that now. I think that's just. I don't know. I mean, everybody's saying it though. I mean, he wouldn't. Uh, what was a one? Was a young Berg said it. I don't like I don't like dark skinned bitches. I like light skinned bitches. I mean, that Lil Wayne. I want a long hair, thick red bone. I mean, that's what we think is beautiful. I mean, that's what that's what the mm-hmm. media is portrayed as beautiful. I don't, I don't know. This this one of them situations where you need a except Bernie's Burgos. <laughs> this one of them situations where you need a female on. You need a cat on here for this one. I mean, I don't. It's just the preference. Yeah, on on the, on better news it, though. It's just a preference, but you know, sometimes you don't know what to say. You need to just shut the fuck up. They don't That's care. True. They don't That's care. True. Nobody holds them accountable. They don't care. But he only like nineteen or twenty, man. He don't. He don't. He don't know enough, man. Think about it. He nineteen to twenty, and he the bread went up everybody in the circle. Who, ain't nobody trying to tell him to chill. Yeah. Well, by the time this episode is uploaded, Jay Z drop four forty four. What you think this album gonna be like, Sid? Man, I think this album gonna be good. First of all, cause it's Jay, but I think he's gonna be addressing a lot of stuff that's going on. No right ID now. producing the whole album. Mm, I wish I want. I like to hear Jay over Pharrell. I ain't gonna lie, and just Blaze. I kind of been nice to hear him work with his usual cast, but uh, I was No ID is a fantastic producer, so yeah, no ID. I don't have no problem with that. But yeah, I think he gonna. Uh, I, I think he gonna address a lot of the things that's going on now. You know, Jay been kind of involved in a lot as far as community wise and, and reaching out, trying to help black people, young black men. I think he gonna do that. 
we're gonna speak on that a lot rather and i don't think it's gonna be a lot of tracks i think this might be like a 12 track album yeah, it's gonna be like another kingdom come Kingdom Come. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, I think this is gonna be. I think it's gonna be a, just a little bit different. King, a little bit more in, in depth, a little more detail. Got kids. Now, now here's the thing, though. Do you think that these? Do you think the mass is gonna even appreciate that? Because I found out that a lot of young kids, like in their twenties and stuff like that, they say Jay is whack. Like, like, like it's one thing like like for dog, like for dog, like for dog to say, nah, we wasn't fucking with him, we wasn't feeling him. But you least respected them. These kids say Jay is whack. They rather hit. Yeah, Motherfucker said Future better than Jay. No lie. Well, I mean, it go back to what I told you earlier. It, it's, it don't necessarily mean that that's how they feel. But if all the old heads continuously shit on the new rappers, what you think they're gonna do? But Jay ain't did that, man. Jay ain't I ain't saying that. Jay. I'm just saying though. Just. I mean, that's just what it's gonna be. Jay, he gonna catch it just because. I mean, that, I, I mean, that, I, I mean, it's it just what it is, bro. I think you putting a lot of weight on these old heads and what they're saying. A lot of these young rappers are trash. A lot of that stuff is trash. It's just <laughs> it's much trash. The hey, man, it's been it's been it's, trash. It's, it's been garbage ass music, man, since day one, though, bro. It ain't like it's nothing new. Yeah, yeah but, but it's, but it's like the majority of that. This is that's getting put out is just straight trash. You, every now and again, you'll find your one or two or a few trash ass rappers, but majority of the music out now is just straight garbage. And 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 Joe Joe Bud said a long time ago when they were talking about rappers, he said something on Future. He was like, "To me, Future makes low quality music." He said, "But that doesn't mean I don't like Future's music. I'm just acknowledging it is not as good as." other artists as far as quality and content. He said, but I love Future's music. I listen to his album. He said, March Madden is one of my favorite songs ever. He said, that's an incredible song. He said, I'm not, he's like, I'm, I'm saying something negative in a sense about Future, but I'm not trying to diss him. I'm just acknowledging how I feel about some of the content that he put out. He said, I'm, I'm having to diss somebody that I'm not trying to diss, that I don't want to diss. But I'm just giving my opinion on the quality level of the music. He's and I love Future. And he's supposed to have been just a producer, not rapping like that. That's what I understand. Future, like when he like, when he was just a producer, right? Huh? When when Future was just a producer, when he was supposed to just produce, producing in the A. He was producing a long time before he started. Before he started putting out his own albums. I think he even met Ciara oh, and Luda and all them. Boo used to tell me about him a long times ago. They used to, they used to, Wayne, well, I ain't gonna be the one to preach. I was talking about that, but he used to say the people used to treat him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you a rapper? But yeah, he was a little nigga in the Dungeon family. He was a little nigga. I mean, I ain't gonna say he's treated. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if as well as Boo probably don't. Uh, but he, he, he part of the Dungeon family. So I, I don't, I don't know the extent of his history in that aspect. So I, I, I can't argue the point. Well, I'm, I'm going to just say this, man, before we close out on that deal. When you get ready to go out and kick it or whatever turn up is whatever phrase you want to use right now, what do you want to hear? I want to hear some hot music. music. I want to hear the hits. These young cats, that's what they doing now. Turn you know up. Now, you can say we don't have that balance. But the 
that's what they into, bro. I mean, that's just what they into. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't want to hear. They don't want to hear nothing about what's going on in the world. They, you know, they ain't speaking on shit. But I mean, you can go back. It's been a lot. It's a lot of music, bro. Where it every song don't have to necessarily have a message in it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And I mean, these most of these cats are young, so give them time to turn into something. You don't know what they're gonna end up being later on, you know what I'm saying? But hell, if they stick with the same old, same old, and they don't evolve, then that's something different. Yeah. No, that's true. Leave and it the, you think about that, that that transition from the 80s to the 90s, I'm sure it was the same thing being said about old heads oh, back yeah. then. Back they, then all the they all did. They all said it, yep. They all said it. You're right about that. They all yeah, that's I know everything that we listen to back in, you know what I'm saying? Shit. My parents weren't trying to hear that shit. Right. Well, even like Rakim, them they didn't they wasn't fucking with that shit. Like they, they didn't honor everybody that came out in the eighties and nineties. I mean, in the nineties, they didn't like Rakim, them and uh, Big Daddy Kane. They wouldn't. I mean, you know, they never heard the hate, but you know, you could tell they wasn't really like, like this is rap. Especially, especially like when that West Coast takeover and that gangster rap really kicked in. A lot of them MCs was like, like this is what we doing. I never forget this. <laughs> Arsenio Hall came on. It was like, I just got done listening to someone say, between the sheets, I can't wait to get you between the sheets. And I just turned on <laughs> Notorious B.I.G. on his first, on his new album said, you might be used to me spending whining and dining, but t- tonight I'm fucking you. <laughs> he said, he said, I mean, that was a big deal. Now, in today's world, that ain't no big deal. But back, back then, that was a big deal. I remember that because for Biggie to drop that, and it's it was it was a radio song, it was vulgar, and then he, like that's what that's the one thing Dre with with Death Row them did, they put out commercial music that was vulgar as fuck, <laughs> like even Luke they had booty music that was just in the clubs, Dre them was putting out commercial music that the radio was forced to play it, they like shit they, radio had to edit that shit themselves, they had they had to play Dre Day. I'm hollering one eight seven with my dick in your mouth, bitch. Like they had to play that. They had to play that shit. It was hot. I, I think the only difference, man, during that era, we just didn't have the social media, so you weren't getting the coverage on it. Yeah, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. I know everybody went feeling that gangster music and all that shit when it came out. <laughs> Cause it was nothing like that before, man. I mean, listen to G thing. Just think about that. Go back to 1991 and think about G thing, man. What? That shit shouldn't have been played on no radio, man. In 1991, Bill Cosby was still running the shit. The Cosby Show was t- on TV then. Like, come on. <laughs> it was just the evolution that rap was going through, man. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what's going on now. Yeah. Yeah. Right about that. All right, that I'm was. Garbage. All right, that was inside the cave, man. Make sure you go to CaveCrushShop.com. Use the promo code. Heels on. Big dog, you just added a new shirt to uh, uh, CaveCrushShop.com? Yeah, man. I got one inspired by uh, LeVar Ball. Speak it into existence. In men's and in women's. Go to CaveCrushShop.com and get that. Also, a couple other uh, clothes gear on there, too. And uh, the new signature shirt by Joe Dirt. Dirt Sheets and Chill. Coming out in a couple weeks. So, uh... Make sure you go to inside the or cavecrushshop.com. And uh, here's, here's what I want you to do. Hey, here's what I want you to do. I get a commission off of that? Sure. Commission D's, nigga. 
We ain't, we ain't pay. Hey, we ain't even got made enough money to pay for a mic cord. This nigga talking about commission. <laughs> talking about commission. Hey, no. Big dog, go ahead and get us out of here, man. Hey, we want to thank y'all for tuning in, and we'll catch y'all last next week. Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Now many people know of me. I'm the D into the O and the O into the C and the C into the period. Suckers are fearing this when heard the dope style calculated by the great. Waiting to just a second to get caught up in my record. Knew it, not a kid to be born. If something's getting torn up, then I'm doing the terror, not being torn. Shaping up to be one of the top vocalists, lyricists. And when you hear of this, you shit and choke on this. Knowledge and the talent makes it valid for me to get it patent. Trick, tell them what I'm rapping. The formula. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. You're on the number one show inside the cave. Three Lee Films.